Before we hop in with our incredible guest here on the Championship Leadership Podcast, I wanted to talk a little bit real quick about my world class, Unleash the Leader Within Experience, a four-day experience that is built to give you momentum in life that will create the movement that will allow you to go out and accomplish goals and outcomes that you have felt like are mountains, like mountains that are almost impossible to overcome. Unleash the Leader Within, you go through this experience, all of the different modalities are strategically put in place to help you to become the person today that will allow you to become the person that you want to be tomorrow. All about creating a life that you love. And we do that in many different ways. We've had incredible results from hundreds of clients that have come through in the last four years that we've been running Unleash the Leader Within. And so if you want to create a new operating system for yourself, if you want to have a level of certainty that would have people respond to you at a much higher level as a leader, inside of your life and you want to go out and have results that like i said you thought at one point were insurmountable and you want to turn mountains into molehills inside of your life and create a life that is unrecognizable take what feels like the impossible and make it possible then go to www.natebailey.org forward slash ulw Let's go! In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. And marriage has never been better than this And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader I'ma lead the way Cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey, baby Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back, Championship Leadership Podcast. We got Damon Lemby with us here today. It's just outside of uh, San Francisco, California. So, thanks for being here. Nate, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I know we've been lining us up for a while, and and uh, excited to 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 do this thing today. So, well, I know you've you've done some homework and listened to a couple episodes. You already know what first question is championship leadership what's and i know you're a sports guy too and with a, with a baseball background so um you know what does championship leadership mean to you when you hear that so what what it means to me championship leadership is whether you're running a sports team or leading a business i think it all starts with you know having a great vision for your team which can also include like moonshot goals you set out there 
but also like challenging your team, getting people, challenge yourself and your team, getting them out of their comfort zone, you know, and to try things and not be afraid to fail, as well as I think a strong culture and environment is one of collaboration, but also competitiveness. I think that's mm-hmm. it's totally fine for friendly competitiveness. And uh, last, but definitely not least, is I think uh, championship leadership is playing to win, you know, instead of just playing not to lose, which I, I think you see quite a bit out there these days. Yeah. And by that, I mean, you know, as a leader, you need to make bold decisions, tough, tough decisions, but you also want to empower your team uh, to make bold decisions and you want to give them the tools and the space to be able to do that. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. I love that. Um, you know, it's always fun. We're almost 400 episodes in and we continue getting different answers on that question. So, uh, it's always fun. Um, maybe when I start to get the same answer, I'll stop asking the question, but (laughs) at this point, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, well, yeah, tell us a little bit more about yourself and, and, uh, who you are and kind of your background and how that's gotten you to where you are today. What is it that you're up to today? Sure. So like you mentioned, I'm Damon Lemby and I live outside of the San Francisco Bay area. Um, I grew up really with sports focused. When I was in high school, I was fortunate enough to be drafted uh, in the 13th round by the Atlanta Braves quite a while ago. And um, I chose the college route instead and to go to Pepperdine. I had a full ride and I did that because I really believed in the vision that our coach Andy Lopez had, which was as a small university to win the college world series, which, um, you know, but I got there and I ended up getting hurt and leaving, but, you know, sure enough, uh, coach Lopez was right. You know, him and I are in touch these days and they won the college world series a year after I left, which, which was awesome. I ended up at, um, Arizona state university, um, had a good career there and I was looking to continue on with my, uh, baseball career and what happens sometimes to athletes is uh, you put all your eggs in one basket and when you're ready to go to the next level, you know, it just kind of ended. I didn't get drafted, decided not to pursue the independent leagues. And uh, I was uh, 23 years old, 22 years old, and I didn't really know if my uh, skills were transferable, you know, so I'm like, what am I going to do next? And I was really fortunate. I came from a family. We had a really large real estate company in San Francisco and a bunch of other companies. And one that my dad was starting was this corporate training company called Learn It. And um, I started there as a receptionist 28 years ago and um, worked my way up over seven years. And I'm I'm proud to say now, you know, we've we've upskilled close to two million people over those 28 years and uh, all B2B. So uh, that's really what I've been doing now. I wrote a book earlier this year called The Learn It All Leader, which is really just my experience. I played for three Hall of Fame baseball coaches, and it's really how I've learned to model my leadership style after. Take a quick pause here inside of this incredible interview that you are listening to to let you know about my 100-mile mindset audiobook. If you would like a copy for free, you just have to send me a quick email at nate at coachnatebailey.com or you could 
send me a private message. I'm all over the place on social media at coach Nate Bailey, Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Twitter. You can even find me on the new social media app out there threads through Instagram. But if you would like the free 100 mile mindset, so you could create a 100 mile mindset for yourself based on my experiences, my lessons learned from being an ultra marathon runner, shoot me a message. I'll, I'll send it to you for free. That's awesome. So yeah, uh, tell us a little bit more about Learn It. So Learn It, we're a corporate training company. We focus on, I would say, virtual instructor-led training. You know, we do some in-person work. Uh, and it's typically customers turn to us when they have individual contributors who are going to become managers for the first time. And as you know, it's a completely different skill set. So we help upskill them in how to be better coaches or how to give feedback or have difficult conversations. Yeah. Um, and then we also do the other side of the fence where we work on, you know, if you want to learn how to use Excel or Microsoft teams uh, and become more efficient at your job, okay, that's okay. typically yeah, what we okay. do. And we work with all sizes of organizations, yeah. small and large. Love it. Awesome. And then you said the, uh, the learn it leader, is that the name of the book? Yeah. The learn it all leader, learn it all leader. When did, when did that come out? When did you, release that april of this year okay and then uh did you say that the three hall of fame co uh coaches that you play for you kind of learned a lot of lessons from them and and talk a little bit about that inside the book as well or yeah the the reason why i wrote the book really was you know i i just uh i wanted to i wanted to be able to share what i've learned and help make it make a difference and kind of tell some of the stories of uh, the leadership I learned from these coaches, as well as, you know, from my dad who uh, passed away in 2010. Um, so I learned a lot of great lessons, a little bit of what we talked about with the championship leadership, you know, right, right, yeah. that's pretty much what I learned from them. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I, I always like to, to hear, you know, I mean, cause we all have people, I think it's, I've had a, I've had a few that have told me that have like stared blankly at me when I've asked this question. Be like, I don't really have anyone. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, think a yeah. little bit. Somebody's impacted your life some, somewhere along the way. Uh, but yeah, what, you know, and when you come across, like you said, people that just have this lifetime achievement of greatness, you know, hall of fame and, um, you know, whether that's inside of an industry or a sport, that's always pretty impressive. Right. And, um, you know, it's even more imp important when you actually take note of that and you realize the greatness you're around. Right. <clears throat> and, uh, and you, you have the fortuitousness to maybe like think I should probably, uh, pay attention here and, and take some of what I've, what these guys have to help me become a better leader. Right. What, what are maybe a couple of things that really stood out to you from some of those individuals that your dad or, you know, whoever else might've impacted you? Well, Taking a step back, I think what you said is really key. Uh, you know, for your listeners out there, it, if you get an opportunity, first of all, you could you could probably learn from anybody. Uh, you know, everybody that you yeah. come in contact with. You know, if if you get curious enough and ask questions, but when you have an opportunity to meet with somebody who's super successful, um, my advice is just shut up and listen to them. You yeah, know, totally. right. and be and be grateful for it. Right? I mean, what's yeah. your experience with that? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Ask a lot of questions too, right? I'm always kind of curious about certain things or you notice, you notice how people 
handle certain situations or why they do certain things a certain way. And, uh, you know, just from that experience that they've had, obviously, and, 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 um, just being open to different ways of being and doing things is, is crucial. And having that attitude of, you know, there's never really an arrival point and I can always get better and, uh, being open to, you know, allowing others around me to, to help me to, to be better. Um, you know, that's, I think championship leaders on the other, on the flip side are, are, would be ones that would be super open to that, right. Would always be looking to learn from others. And I think there's, you know, there's a lot of insecure leaders out there that would be so closed off to that because that would feel like a weakness to them in themselves and that they have to have all the answers and that's a disservice to them. That's a disservice to the people that they're, you know, leading or in charge of as well. I mean, I'm a hundred percent with you. I mean, first and foremost, I think a lot of times really successful people want to share their stories with you, you know, and, yeah, totally. and, and, and if you get curious and ask questions and, and, and they want to help, you know, um, if, if you sit there and listen and also I, I've had some of them be mentors for me and sometimes I'll call them for advice. And when they give me advice, I'll follow up with them and I'll say, Hey, so-and-so I actually, here's what I did with it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. And people love that, you know, and they, they love want to, to hear it, right? Yeah, they love to hear it. And they, and they, you know, they want it to be like a, you know, a, a give and take relationship, not just one sided, you know. Right. Um, and then the other part you brought up, I mean, that's literally what my book's about, you know, um, that I believe great leaders, you know, first of all, I like to say, you know, they're not made. I mean, they're not born. They're not made. They're always in the making. I mean, I think yeah, champ- yeah. Yeah. championship leaders got to understand there's always room to get better, mm-hmm. you know. And you don't have to have all, you don't have to have all the answers, you know, right. and um, I think it's okay to be vulnerable, right? But you got to do it with confidence, you know, you got to be like, hey, you know what, I don't have the answer to this question, or I messed this up. Uh, how can you help me? You know, how can I learn from this? And I think uh, I contrast in my book, learn it alls versus know it alls. And, you know, know it alls are people who I like that. Yeah, right. They have yeah. all the answers. They, they got it figured out. You know, yeah. and they don't, they're not open. They're not flexible. They're not even listening to you when you're talking about them where, you know, I think a, a learn it all is somebody who keeps an open mind, you know, maybe has uh what's the saying strong opinions, but held lightly, you know, if something comes yeah. up and, and there's a better way to do something, they're like, you know what, let's do it. You know, we got to continue to yeah. evolve. Yeah. You know, it just makes me think of like, like the only place for know-it-alls is like, children right because <laughs> i think about kids sometimes they're not super yeah. open to like coaching or feedback especially for their parents and i'm helping coach my uh son's fifth grade basketball team this year and, oh, and yeah uh, you know so, some of those kids they just because they're kids and they're like they feel maybe if if they don't know what to do then that's like a sign of weakness right for them yeah. and so they want to be like i already know how to do that or whatever right you know it's like kind of a know-it-all and i'm like but they're kids so it's all right you know it's like all right we can coach them through that and help them just you know open up a bit and and receive coaching and learn why that would be important but uh yeah when you're not a kid anymore being a know-it-all like just is not the place you want to be you don't want to be the person the smartest person on your team that has all the answers well, what mm-hmm. would be the point of having a team right like, i mean so uh i love that that yeah you got that learn it all know it all that's great yeah. yeah i mean um first of all i think going back to the kids i agree with you 
some of it starts with the parents though. You know, I mean, oh, the parents, totally, yeah. I mean, the yeah. parent I I've coached, I went back and, and coached, uh, the frost off baseball team 10 or 15 years ago. And I, I yeah. was just a little, you know, put, put, put off at, at some of the, um, you know, some of the interactions I had with the parents, oh, parents ruined, like, mm-hmm. yeah, they ruined it, man. They, they, they totally ruined it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I've had just, some horrendous uh, interactions with parents. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just wanted to play the kids who showed up on time and hustled. Yeah, you right. Know, this is frost off baseball, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm yeah. trying to build them, you know, who knows, you know, who knows if they're going to make it to the varsity team or, or beyond that. But yep. it, it's it's more about putting in the effort. Um, yep. I've got, uh, and here's an example where being a know-it-all is great. I mean, I have a six-year-old and a two-year-old. Yeah. And so uh, when my two-year-old uh, Wally, who's named after my dad, challenges me on bedtime, I'm like, "No, this is it. You're, you're, you're back to the crib, buddy." Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Uh, I still get the pushback on that. Yeah, uh, bedtime. But um, well, what's uh, what's the vision for you, and what you're looking to do with, um, you know, your company, and even the book that you have, and and the impact that you're looking to make through that. So the uh, so learn has been around, like I said, twenty eight years, and we still like to keep it as like a startup mentality. We're always trying to evolve and do things differently, mm-hmm. and um, otherwise it would just get stale and, and status quo. Yeah. yeah so right. it's continuous to figure out how to leverage um, some of the technologies that's out there to help um, with retention and learning. I think is helpful. You know, we do, mm-hmm. like I said, these virtual live instructor training. Um, but as you know, you can't just do like a, a, a one, two hour class and feel like, you know, now I'm fully, um, competent at social aware, uh, you know, self-awareness or something. So yeah. our vision is to start integrating more, uh, learning steps along the way and really just get in front of more customers and, and help them with, um, you know, our goal is really, you know, personally, it's like, I just want to build and help contribute to building better leaders for the future, you know, for my, you got young kids, I got young kids and I just hope that we can uh, learn. It can contribute to making better leaders for the future. Yeah, absolutely, man. Definitely need it. It's needed. So now yeah, more than ever, I feel so. like, man, we need <laughs> some strong leaders out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's a, you know, kind of sh- switch gears. What's a critical moment for you? Um that had you chosen differently in life could put you in a very different path uh, than where you're at today. Cause I think that's, you know, there's a lot of people in those moments right now and it's, there's a lot of strength in here and how others have, I guess, chosen or decided in those moments to help them out. Yeah. I mean, really two come to mind. Uh, the first one was back in my um, college days. When I, when I got to Pepperdine, I, I was a high school American, um, came in, you know, really, you know, top of my game. But to be honest, you know, when I got there, I, I, I kind of lost my confidence. Everybody was at the same level and uh, I had a hard time. I had a hard time adjusting. And, uh, and I ended up, like I said, I got hurt and left. And the pivotal moment for me was when I had the opportunity, uh, Nate, to go to Arizona state, you know, a lot of people said, don't go to Arizona state. I mean, you're going to have 15 guys trying out for first base um, you know, go to some place, you know, some D2 school or whatever. And I'm like, screw it. I'm going to, I'm going to just go, you know, put my fair side and just hit it head, head on. 
you know, just, just give it everything I got. And, um, and I did, and I won the position, you know, hit a home run in the college world series. And it really, it really helped. uh, I didn't know it at the time, but it really helped my future career in business. Right. Cause I just realized that you you hit your, your fear head on and you, uh, and you just get over imposter syndrome. And so that, that was the first big pivotal moment was, you know, making that choice to go to Arizona state. The other one is, you know, personal, it's like, Eight years ago, I uh, I decided to quit drinking, you know, and, um, yep. you know, I never got in trouble, you know, never got any DUIs. But growing up and working in the Bay Area, you know, we you'd go out and have drinks quite often. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's just uh, it's just one of the things that I decided to stop. And I've been super proud of of and I've never really felt sharper or better. So, yeah, um, yeah. As a dad of a six-year-old and a two-year-old, I don't know how I could raise, get up at, you know, when Lucy gets up at totally. 6.30 in the morning on a Saturday, yeah. it's like, hey, come on, let's uh, let's go for a walk. It, it would have been a much different story. So yeah, I'm absolutely. proud of that. I'm proud of that decision. You. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's not an easy one for many. So good for yeah. you. That's incredible. Um, how, is, how old are you? I'm 51. 51 all right and you're 46 right 47 yeah. yeah i was gonna say there's a player from rochester i think he might have been like player of the year Rustovich. i think it was mike mike rest uh Rustovich. anyways yeah he was i was thinking he was right around your age but i guess you're just a couple years older than him because he was I, a few years younger than me he's probably like 45 yeah he's probably i mean if you uh I mean, I played in the Cape Cod League in the summertime. And I mean, if you if you take anybody from, I'd say, 48 to 52, 53, you know, from Nomar Garcia Parra to uh, to uh, Jason Veritek to Todd Helton, I've, you know, I played with a bunch played of them. Yeah. Great, yeah. great players. Yeah, he he, uh, you know, he he bounced around the, the, the minor leagues and never really quite made it. Got called up a couple of times at the end of the year. But but uh, unfortunately, that was it. But still pretty pretty amazing hey i don't think um, people understand how difficult it is oh man no you know? i totally do but yeah yeah absolutely you see, you see these people at the game a guy strikes out and there's some guy you know four beers deep with a hot dog yelling at the guy <laughs> yeah, like, right, right right i mean come on man i mean yeah. you know i mean even to get to the minor leagues and the mental toughness and and everything that it takes to get to the big leagues i just have the utmost respect oh seriously for yeah any absolutely yeah no doubt yeah, I mean, you know, I played college football and um of course I always wanted to go pro, but you know, just didn't have the, the necessary skill set to do it. But uh but yeah, I mean it's just even playing college, like you said, I mean, you you realize the difference in skill levels and appreciate, you know, people for what they can do and and then when you see a pro athlete, <laughs> you realize the difference, right? It's like, yeah, speed kills and uh um just there's a whole nother level to just about everything so yeah a whole nother nother level including uh mental toughness yeah you know i mean there's so much failure in football and and in baseball you know you if you succeed 30 percent of the time you're you're a millionaire right yeah right right and i've seen so many guys in the minor league levels or you know who had all the talent in the world but they strike out their first at bat gets in their head and they just they can't get over it, you know, and mm-hmm. that's, that's like the, one of the big differences. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. 
Yep. Um, you know what's something else that's always kind of like again to that mental toughness. He's and I I know baseball players like Knobloch, right? He could mm-hmm. he couldn't throw at the first base from second base, you know, like kind of out of the blue. Um Steve Sachs also, too. Remember yeah, him? there was a few others, right? And then uh like a few pitchers, right? Yeah. The Cardinal pitcher, I believe, that you know made the yeah, transition to the backstop. Yeah, yeah. Uh golfers that like top of the their game, top of the world, that all of a yeah. sudden like can't make cuts, just yeah. getting the yips. It's like that's all mindset. That's all mental. It's just crazy to realize how much that is and how hard it is for some of these people that have been at the top of the game, top of the world. Yeah. At one point, and how you can all of a sudden just lose it. So I mean. It's, I, I it's bet you did you ever have experience at all in the military in the military with just the mental toughness i mean i mean i mean oh well yeah i mean talk absolutely. about having to be incredibly yeah, mentally tough i mean you that's a different level you i mean you some of the training that we had to go through and yeah, yeah. I mean, it requires and some people had it and some people didn't you know yeah. i mean um yeah it's it's this differentiator for sure it really does separate you from from those that don't so yeah yeah. that's a real thing for sure and you know when you're talking about leadership that's a big piece to great leaders as well i think it's just that mental fortitude and toughness definitely if there's one or two things that you could give to the listener before we wrap this up that would help move their life forward today if they applied it today what would that be well I, i would say first to the listeners that there's always an opportunity for growth. You know, we talked about this a little bit more. So uh, don't be afraid of failure and making mistakes and just keep, you know, just keep pushing forward. The other one is, you know, if you reach out to me on, um, on LinkedIn uh, and you're interested and you want a free class, you know, that's something you could apply today. Uh, I'll, I'll, hook, I'll hook you up with a free class and oh, wow. coaching or feedback or whatever, you know, and they're, people pay 250 bucks for it, but you know, if you want, um, that's something you could take, use and apply today. So just reach that's out awesome. to on LinkedIn. Yeah. Appreciate Appreciate that. That's great. Yeah. Definitely take him up on that. Um, yeah. What are, so, so LinkedIn kind of the main spot for you? I would say, you know, if you want to uh, look at our website where our classes are, it's, uh, learn it, L-E-A-R-N-I-T.com. Um, but really the main spot for me is, um, is LinkedIn at yeah. Damon Lemby. Okay. Yeah. We'll get those linked up for everybody as well. That's listening right now. So uh, put them in the show notes, be easy to get to. And yeah, definitely reach out, send them a message and take them up on that offer as well. So thanks Damon for being here. It's been a pleasure. I've enjoyed it. Me too. No doubt you enjoyed that incredible episode of the championship leadership podcast as always. And this is, again, just a a gentle nudge and reminder to go check us out at natebailey.org forward slash ULW if you want to transform your life to one that you love, to go out and accomplish things in your life that you've been thinking and dreaming about and, and just have maybe felt that it wasn't even possible at some point. If that is you and you want to take your life to the next level, go again, natebailey.org forward slash ULW. Let's have a conversation and let's change your life for the better. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. 
When I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm called to be a leader, I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. If I said it, then I meant it, I probably already did it. Consider it Championship leadership podcast. Hey, Bailey. Championship, championship, championship.